This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions. Because it's time to dish the dirt. On the AM740 Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Aha! Wrong bucko. <laughs> no, it's uh, actually not Charlie in today, but Dennis Flanagan, an old friend who is with um, Ontario Landscape, or Landscape Ontario, should I say. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning. It was really neat to uh, go out to the parking lot and uh, uh, let him in the door here uh, because he was doing handsprings out there <laughs> uh, with that weather. Man, oh, man. But you... Those those handsprings must have hurt you because you tell me you're moving what? How much? I, I was, I was laying in a, a new pathway in my house yesterday in my garden, and I I moved three ton of pea gravel by hand yesterday. So. Don't you have any friends? I, 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 I not anymore. I don't. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I heard that, bye. So I don't I don't think they were spring jumps there, Frank. That that was just I I am permanently in that that. <laughs> That it's, shape now. It's your body rebelling. <laughs> That's what it is, Dennis. Charlie is on vacation, bless her heart. I think he's down in Puerto Rico. Wow, good uh, for her. Yeah, she, she deserves it. Exactly. A little time away from me never hurts anyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let me give you the phone numbers. You're going to be talking to uh, Dennis about all sorts of things, and that's whom you'll uh, fire your questions to. And uh, the first voice you will hear that will be that of James Patrick Dooley, who is in the control board today on the control board. Uh, in Toronto, though, the uh, phone numbers are 416-360-0740. And then anywhere else in the province, toll-free, 866 740 Four seven forty. Please let James know if you're a first-time caller, because uh, we'll have the wind chimes come in and welcome you to the Garden Show. And uh, of course, our mantra stays the same: Charlie or no, eh? call early, call often. One question per call. Uh, a little hmm. bit about uh, Landscape Ontario, Dennis, before we start. Yeah, th- thanks, Frank. Uh, so it is a, it's a provincial association. It's a not-for-profit association. Mm-hmm. We have about 2,000 member companies across the province, which means uh, we, have about th- we represent about 30,000 people in the horticultural business. And that can be garden centers, landscapers, irrigation companies. Um, and boy, are they busy now. I would <laughs> legit, when we greeted you this morning, I thought, hey, rough guess to him, but are we about about three weeks late with spring? Yes, you're, that- you're absolutely dead on there. When we talk to our garden center members, uh, they, they tell us almost to the day that we're three weeks behind just about where we should be. Uh, buds are just coming out on yeah. the trees. People are just being able to get out on their lawns and rakes. So uh, no, wonder, no wonder Charlie went away. This is going to be the busiest show of the year probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So anyway, Landscape Ontario, they, they can get you in touch with almost anything to do with the world of gardening. Yes, they, ha- they can. We have a fabulous website at, at landscapeontario.com, and if people want to come to that, they can can uh, get all sorts of free information about gardening. Um, but 
if they want to connect, as you as you said, with a professional in the industry, uh, you can just uh, search for a member in your area and get in contact. Uh, and it's been a very busy site, and I'm sure we're going to talk and, and get some calls uh, about this today. Very busy site uh, after the ice storm with all, all, oh, the, all yeah. the tree damage and all the limbs that came down. So people have been you know, desperately trying to get in touch with the professionals that can come in and, and help them uh, with that cleanup. Yep. Arborists have no lack of work. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. And it's very important. You know, it's okay for homeowners to, you know, sort of pick up limbs that have fallen down or low low branches, but we really discourage people climbing up on ladders with chainsaws, unless you're trained. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No juggling either. No, oh, no. Things. no. Uh, even by accident. You yeah, don't want exactly. That to happen. Yeah. So anyway, folks, if you want more information, uh, landscapeontario.com is where you head on the web. Uh, Dennis Flanagan in for Charlie. I'm Frank Proctor, your genial um, sous chef. And we uh, will be back in just a couple of moments. We have to take a little commercial break here to pay the bills, uh, Dennis. And uh, we'll be back to our callers. And we have callers online already. Don't change the radio station. Just because the weather changes, garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And sitting in for Charlie today, while she's taking a little bit of a breather and a little bit of a holiday, is Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. And boy, we have the lines jammed already. That's so great. we better get busy here. Or so, you better get yeah. busy. I can sit back and relax. So, so Frank, do, do, do one of us have to sound like Charlie? Do we flip a coin <laughs> to well, see which of I, us could impersonate I her? I thought what, what you've done, dressing like her, is actually <laughs> a, a wonderful move. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's or, not that's not my knee. Thank you, <laughs> no. uh, Chris, who's listening in from Wasaga Beach. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Hello. Yes, uh, Dennis. Yes. Um, morning. A few weeks ago, I spoke to Charlie. I've got some dahlia bulbs. They were growing outside, pushing the lid out the box where I had stored them. So she suggested I put them up in pots. Well, this I did, and they've gone crazy. Yeah. Some of them about twelve inches tall already. Yeah. Um, Can I put them in the garden yet? That's great, great question, Chris. And and what Frank's going to give you is, is Charlie's cell phone down in the Dominican to because uh, <laughs> she started you off on this this uh, thing here. She's absolutely right. Yeah, because the ground is too uh, was too uh, wet and cold back back when she was giving you that advice. You've done it right. You've potted them up. I would still hold on. Uh, you know, when you dig down in the, the ground, it's still a little wet and damp down there. And, and they're just not going to like that. So keep them in the pots as, as long as you can. Um, you might want to slow them down a little bit by putting them in some semi-shade um, so that they, they slow down a little bit. You can pinch the, the tops off a bit, but I'd still give it at least another week before you actually turn over that bed and, and plant them in the garden. Yeah, because you know some of them have got so tall, they're falling over. So should I just break them off? Yeah, yeah. You can you can prune them back gently. Uh, there's absolutely no problem in doing that, and uh, you'll actually strengthen the plant by doing that. Oh, yeah, thank you they're, very they're much. stretching. That's all they're doing. Like I like thank Frank you. was in the parking lot. <laughs> Okay. Thank you for calling, Chris, and welcome to the show. And uh, in case you're a mom, hey, happy Mother's Day in advance. Yeah. Uh, this has got to be a huge day and weekend Big. for 
gardeners. Big, uh, big day in the garden center business, yeah. uh, Frank. And and what what better way to spend a, a, a day? You know, a couple of hours with 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 your mum. Uh, grandma, take take her to the garden center, and the garden centers gear up with wonderful hanging baskets, and I've I've never seen them better than this year. Really beautiful yeah. selection and great mixed plants. People always used to sort of have the very traditional, just red geranium sort of thing, um, or, or pot of petunias, and that's not the the case anymore. People want mixed baskets with five or six different mm-hmm. varieties in. And uh, boy, if you want to if you want to lift, uh, visit a garden center uh, this afternoon, and and you're, you 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 cannot walk through there without having a smile on your face. There you go. Great advice. Great advice, Chris. Uh, we had from. Uh Wasaga Beach. Now, Elizabeth from Kitchener wants to have a word with you. So, good morning, Elizabeth. Welcome to the show. Nice to listen to you always. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, we applied corn gluten to our lawn about a month ago because it was going to rain after that. But it has, um, a lot of it hasn't dispersed yet. Mm. And it's very, it's large, you know, not like some of the things you put on your lawn. Yep. Is it still going to do anything since it's a little late now, or is it not really too late? Well, yeah, Mother Mother Nature is kind of playing some tricks on us this year, oh, Elizabeth. No. So, you know, you, you did exactly the right thing, and in a normal year, uh, it would have been absolutely right. Um, not, um, it's, it's not in vain, though. Um, absolutely not. Corn gluting is a material that reacts to temperature, uh, and and so now that Mother Nature's decided that spring is here, um, it would be a, a good idea to for us uh, for you to just be a little bit patient. Uh, those clumps, feel free to break them up a, um, a little bit. That that will help. Um, but certainly, you haven't wasted your time and money by putting it on. And I think this is the weekend. It'll it'll start to start to cook for you. Good. I hope. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks. And good choice, by the way, Elizabeth. You're, you're obviously a very up-to-date gardener, very trendy gardener uh, by using corn gluten because uh, a lot of listeners uh, you know, won't, won't know about that. So uh, right. good, good for you. Well yes. done. Okay, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for calling. Much. And uh, I, pardon my giggles here, but Dave Renniger from uh, Dave's Corner Garage just walked in and had, had this scrawled note. He held it up to the window at first and I couldn't read it, so he came right in the studio, handed it to me. He says, "Your car is running <laughs> out in the parking lot." While I was waiting for you, I guess I just jumped out of uh-oh, my car uh-oh. and left the keys. It was running out there, so by the time Dave's going out to rescue my keys, uh, <laughs> unless there's a, a fleet-footed thief out there who hears me now and runs to the parking lot, yeah, I've there, never done that before. There it goes past the window. Oh my right? God! There it is. Yeah. Well, there you are. Have a good time. <laughs> Jeez, oh, what an idiot. Uh, I am. Uh, well, uh, Angel from Brampton, I need an angel on my side here, so welcome to the show. Oh, hi. Good morning, Frank. How are you doing? I'm fine, love. I just want to find out about the Rose of Sharon. Uh, do I cut it down now? It's still got little buds on it, you know, those dried up yeah. things, I guess, seeds. Seed and I heads. just wonder if I can, should cut it back now. Oh, I am so glad you asked that question because uh, it's going to be one of my pet peeves this this year because Rosa Sharon's no- normally is a very late shrub to break out. 
uh, well, if we think it's normally late, wait till this year. And so people, uh, people will be uh, panicking a little bit and being a little impatient with Rose of Sharon. So thank you for calling in. So your answer about pruning is, it, no, it's, it's a little bit early. Um, okay. so, so I can wait a few more weeks. Yeah. And just the way to tell right now is to go out with the Rose of Sharon. Just take your, your thumbnail and scratch the bark back and you'll, you'll see the green underneath. Yeah. And and that will be an indication of how far back you can you can prune it. But um, I was looking at mine yesterday, strangely enough, and um, you're right. Another uh, two to three weeks, depending on what the temperature does, and then I'll be I'll be pruning it back. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so very much. Oh, thank right. you. Appreciate it, and you have a great day. Thank you so much. Okay. You're the smile in that voice. You can. Well, you know what? Uh, who who wouldn't smile on a morning like this? It's absolutely beautiful. Out yeah, there. isn't it? Isn't it nice? Yeah, it it really it really. I mean, the, the the fact of the matter is, I was strolling around my garden with a cup of coffee at seven o'clock this morning, with just with short sleeves on. I thought, yep. boy, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. Now I'm looking out that window with some sunshine. A lot of folks are out in the garden, probably. Well, in some cases, maybe for the first time. Yes. And so uh, uh, we'll be back to more advice and uh, those calls to ask of Dennis that advice, Dennis. Flanagan, Landscape Ontario is with us this morning. Charlie's on holidays. I'm Frank Proctor, and we'll be back in just a moment. Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than we do realize. And should little creatures become a big problem? Well, then you've got the Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And the sous chef of the uh, Garden Show, Frank Proctor, along with our good friend Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario, guesting on the show this morning. If you want to get a hold of the folks there at Landscape Ontario, very simply done, landscapeontario.com. There, I've sort of paid him off for his little you visit this morning. Have. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, let's welcome a Hamilton listener to the line right now. Aubrey, good morning. Welcome to you. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Fine. Good, good. Uh, the reason for my uh, call, uh, Euonymus in the backyard, it's underneath a Rose of Sharon, so it's in a shady area. But probably because of the frost this year, two things. Obviously, you know, the Euonymus had the uh, little scales going on it, yep. so I sprayed at the beginning of the year. Uh, and then last year it worked out fine. Uh, but what I'm noticing is that it has all these brown, dead leaves. Now, there's brand new growth going. But these, there's like it's covered with like dead leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aubrey, that is a, like a secondary thing after the scale. Unfortunately, that scale that you mentioned, that little fungus white scale that gets on euonymus leaves, is so difficult to control. And although you probably did a good job with the spraying, um, you might not have caught it early enough. You might not have got all the leaves. So. My guess is it's a combination between the, the, the secondary effect of the scale, and that's some of the brown leaves, plus some winter damage. You know, Euonymus is susceptible to, and, and boy, this was the winter to test things like Euonymus, so you got a little bit of winter damage. My, my question back to you would be, um, just about every Euonymus I've, I've looked at this year has had some mice damage on it. Um, have you noticed that? No, I haven't noticed that. What I've noticed is uh, more so like a hairy-like uh, coming from the bark, like a hairy-like um, 
Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? That's a good thing. You know what that is? That, that's uh, you want to. Mis- that's how it actually spreads. That's a that's an aerial route actually. Okay. Um, and so if you actually take one of those and and bend it down to the ground, weight it down with a stone, and put soil over it, it actually roots in the ground. It's actually a way of propagating euonymus. So that's a good sign. Okay. Um, so so with your, with the brown leaf effect this time of year, just brush it out. You know, put a strong pair of gardening gloves on. Really thoroughly shake the shake the bush you get rid of all those uh, brown leaves clean them up get rid of them um, and you will I think in the next week start to see some you know, new green shoots coming out and that's that's what you and that's what you're looking for and I spray um, during this time of the year yeah yeah you can um, to, to try to prevent that scale coming back it's been devastating that that scale throughout the province so keep at it my friend I hope you can save that that I thank you very much you gentlemen have a nice afternoon hey thank you very kindly Aubrey from Hamilton uh, completing our uh, well callers to this point we've got the lines were jammed and it still are with that that left a line open at 416-360-0740 or anywhere else in the province toll free 1-866-740-4740 and you are tuned to am 740 zoomer radio located right here in liberty village in the zoomerplex well let's see now uh, we next go to paul calling in from oshawa good morning paul Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Um, I have a question about my holly bushes. Yes. I have two very mature holly bushes in a, in a very sheltered corner of my garden, and they didn't manage the winter very well, and almost, I would say, 95% of the leaves are, are now brown. Mm-hmm. Is there any hope for that, do you think? Yeah, there's a lot of hope, actually. Um, Paul, it almost sounds as if you're describing my garden because I've got almost the identical uh, identical issue right now. Uh, I've got a protected area on the side of my house. Uh, I've got some holly bushes, and I was just looking yesterday and a lot of browning on them. Um, at, at first appearance, it's very disconcerting, very, uh, you know, you've lost the bush. I don't think you have. I don't Absolutely. think you have. It looks, it looks very bedraggled. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, a couple of things. One, um, you know, get an early fertilizer on it, an, an acidic-based fertilizer as soon as you can. Uh, hollies are acidic soil lovers. So yes. uh, I do two things. I put an acidic-based fertilizer. I like to mulch it with, with pine needles. Um, heavy watering as soon as you can. Um, and although you, you'll likely lose most of those brown leaves, underneath the brown leaf will, will hopefully be a new green bud and it'll, it'll replenish itself. So certainly don't give up on it at this point in time. Way too early. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that it'll be resplendent again uh, shortly or will it take I, a year I, or so? I, uh, it, mm, that's a, that's a good question. It'll it'll recover this spring, um, and and then with some late fertilizing, keep that mulching going before the winter. Um, I think yes, next year you'll see it come come back um, in 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 full uh, full leaf. And did it have berries on, Paul? Yes, the, it, the female. Uh, side has berries but they're all kind of shriveled up all shriveled up yeah, yeah that's that's just the winter so this winter certainly has been a test for us gardeners but uh, my one word of advice today is going to be a little bit of patience because as frank mentioned off the top we're about three weeks behind yes absolutely yeah so okay thank you so much dennis hey, it's my, nice to hear your voice it's yeah. very refreshing good nice to hear you thank you sir 
Have a good day. All righty. Take care. Thank you so much for calling The Garden Show here at AM 740. And, uh, gosh, uh, I mentioned the um, wind chimes. Yes. Which will be in honor of first-time callers. I think we need to get them into action right now. There they are. Very, very low. Oh, there. That's better. Yeah. John in Willowtail, first-time <laughs> caller. Welcome aboard. Uh, good, good morning, gentlemen. Uh. I have a problem with invasive violets all through my lawn, and I have tried just about every method under the sun to get rid of them. I dug every one of them out, mm -hmm. and they just come back with a vengeance. Yeah, a couple of types of uh, violet. John, John, is this the tiny one that's in bloom right now? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got exactly the same same issue, uh, and it is very, very difficult to control. Um, hmm, two or three suggestions. Uh, one you're probably not going to like, John, but some people say, ah, you know what, if you can't beat them, join them and, and actually let it take over parts of your lawn. Uh, but if that's not your game, if that's not what you want to do, controlling them, you can you know, spot, spot weed um, you know, with a safe uh, weed killer. You can use horticultural vinegar. Uh, that, that helps to cut them back. If it's, a, if it's a widespread job, unfortunately, what you may have to do is take some heavy-duty plastic and actually lay it down, smother that section of violets um, for three or four weeks. And, and no light, no growth, so you'll, you'll kill it. And when you take off that plastic, then you can put down new uh, soil, new top dressing, new seed or new sod, and see if you can just crowd out that invasive uh, violet. So... It is a it is a tough one, and um, I think Frank would agree. Some sometimes the neatest part about this show is someone phones in with a solution. Don't exactly. They? Um, so we've all, you know, John, we've all got that problem in our gardens, and if that those are my suggestions, but sometimes uh, some avid uh, listeners here have, have got some magic uh, potion, um, and we'd we'd love love to hear it. But for now, John, that would that would be my take on it. Okay, thank you very much. And thank, thank you for you. being first-time caller there. First Welcome to the show. And, and Frank, you know, I'm yeah. glad you told me that was a wind chime because I, I actually thought that was a car alarm, alarm that went off to tell you if you left your car running. Uh, but it's a wind chime, isn't <laughs> yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you, for, thank you for mentioning that again, <laughs> Mr. Stupidity here. And, and thanks, thanks to uh, – Let's see, it was Alan Gelman, actually. Uh, I wrote down my car code, uh, and he went running out and got my keys out of the car. And the looks I'm getting from <laughs> from the staff here, well, Bob <laughs> Shepard in the other room and uh, James Patrick Dooley going, oh, man, talk about stupid, leaving my car yeah. keys and running. But, but uh, Frank, knowing, knowing your brain, um, you, how many times have you sort of sung the hang down your head Tom Dooley? <laughs> yeah, to, there to, you go. Have, have you done that? <laughs> Well, I, yes, I think I have, actually. Yeah, I bet you have. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> and thank you so much out there uh, for uh, Dave's Corner Garage guys, uh, Alan Gelman in particular, for rescuing my uh, car before <laughs> someone actually took it. Uh, Mary in Brampton, welcome along to the show. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Morning, Mary. Um, I'm calling about a plant I bought a week ago. It's called Princess Lily or, or an Astromera. yes. Tell me about it, because I got two plants. One is doing well, and the other one, half of it died away. Oh, dear. But uh, it seems to be getting new growth. I read a little bit. Is, this is not uncommon? Well, it's not uncommon because you, you probably bought it from a nursery that the plant was inside. Of course. Yeah, yeah. so it was getting, you know, really perfect. 100 perfect conditions, very favorable conditions. Oh, yeah. 
you took it. I'm assuming, Mary, that it was outside. You left it outside. No, no, no. I oh. kept it in my house by my kitchen window. Did you? Well, good for you. Um, so I, ideally, what's going to happen now is if you, you're doing the right thing, cut it, cut it down. Uh, do get it outside now. I okay. Now, okay. I, yeah. I, I didn't cut it down as it died down. I just pulled it out. It came out like oh, you know, so easily. But but. Whatever it, 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 it doesn't have roots. It's, it's like a tuber. Like a little bit, yes. And it's new, and the tuber increases and causes more blooms. Is that yep, correct? Yep, absolutely. So the uh, quicker you can get that into some warm soil, and that's the secret. So I wouldn't be planting it in the garden right now, as no. the previous previous caller with dahlias. Uh, get get yourself a pot with a nice uh, uh, potting mixture in, nice uh, friable potting mixture. Um, and pot that up for a couple of weeks and let it uh, let it set again. It's, um, it's in a good sized pot and the soil looks good. I, excellent. I'm tempted to leave it alone for about a week or ten days. Yeah, leave it alone. Wouldn't 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 harm to put a little bit of bone meal fertilizer oh, yeah, in it. Okay. Um, corms and tubers love bone meal fertilizer, mm-hmm. so I I would do that. Um, and and then uh, within uh, you you called it uh, in two weeks I think you'll be able to put that outside. And I, I was so surprised to see this plant <laughs> because I've been looking for it in nurseries for for a couple of years and they never had them like I saw them now. No, you're right, and and, and you're absolutely right. Normally you would have to get it through like a mail order catalog. Uh-huh. Um, and um, yeah, the neatest thing about nurseries and garden centers right now is they they are bringing in so much more stuff and variety, yeah. variety of stuff, yeah. and it's oh, it's, it, all right. So so just just yep. just t- t- treat it tenderly. Put it outside in the sun. Bring it in in the nighttime. If if it's going to drop below zero again, let's hope it doesn't. But mm-hmm. <laughs> there's still a chance. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an amazing plant. The flowers have lasted a good ten days. Yeah. Those that are still there. Yeah. It's okay. lovely. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just had had to let you know. Down at the bottom of the screen, little notes uh, fly by, uh, penned in there or typed in by James Patrick Dooley. He says, I'm surprised I let you out of the house by yourself after leaving the car. Thank you very much, James. Your vote of confidence is certainly warranted. <clears throat> Marita in Guelph is ready to talk to you now. And uh, you're going to be speaking to Dennis Flanagan, our special guest this morning, uh, Marita. Uh, Marita. Oh. Welcome. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, Marita. How are you? I'm great. What a nice name, Marita. I have a question. I have a raised flower bed in my backyard, and the yard is quite sheltered. Yep. And I'm rearranging it um, because I want to plant some bulbs, and, and the poppies are too close to a couple of the rose bushes that yep. I have. They've all been trimmed back. Can I dig them up and place them in a different location at this time. This is the rose, roses themselves, huh? Right. And and you pruned them back last year or this year? No, no, this year. Oh, this and, year. Uh, yeah, and... Um, have, the, have they started budding out yet? Yes, they're hmm. showing signs that they've survived. Yeah, that's... One a, is a little iffy. It's, it's called polar ice. Oh, yes. It's very, very spiky, and yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen much on there, but I need to get... Get it away from some of the poppies, and yep. I don't want to transplant them. No, so sounds like you have shrub shrub roses by the sound of it, which means well, yeah, a couple of them. I'm not sure if they're fairy roses. Yeah, or little tiny buds. Yes, I've got two of those. 
And those are very tough, actually. Um, and but, yeah, but the other two are uh, bush roses. Okay. I don't know. One is polar ice and mm-hmm. it's beautiful, but I don't know if it survived, and I don't know what the other mm. one is. As long as they haven't come into 50% full leaf yet. If if they've done no, that, they haven't. okay, good, perfect. Uh, then I would I would say yes. Um, go ahead and, and, and move them. Um, if they were in full leaf, I'd be holding you back till till the fall time. No, they're just showing signs of good. of some activity. Good. Yes. Um, when I transplant roses, I, I I love to use a manure, um, just a farmyard manure. They they tend to love that. So when you're digging the new hole, um, put in the base of the hole a, a farmyard a farmyard manure. You can just get a bag, you know, bagged manure from a from a right. garden and center. Would that be like sheep manure? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, oh, okay. absolutely. Uh, just a sheep manure, and and so you're going to dig that into the base of the hole where the roots are going to get to it. Right. Um, and then I can just dig them up. Yep, dig them up as much as much soil as you can when you transplant them, and not a bad idea also to use a transplant for a transplant of fertilizer, and that encourages new uh, roots, uh, new root and, system. And you water them yeah. right after you do it. That's exactly right. Yep. So manure in the hole. Uh, make sure you're firming it in well with your foot. And can can you sprinkle like fertilizer on on the others or oh the existing or... ones? Yeah, sure you sure you can. And 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 look for a specific rose food this time of year right, in, in the garden fertilizer. center. Yeah, I have the granule stuff, but I haven't Perfect. put it on yet. So yeah, the strange thing about today's show is some of the questions um, in a normal year. Charlie and I would be saying absolutely not. Don't be, don't be moving that now. Uh, but we're we're three three weeks behind. So uh, yeah, good well, good. The, the, the no leaves have come up. I'm just happy to see. Good and lots activity. lots. And lots of lots of water afterwards. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. And I uh, don't know whether you heard uh, Dennis just off the top there. A pretty name, Marita. Yeah, Marisa. It is. Isn't it is that a nice name? She should be named off a flower after her. Well, now there you go. Ah. We, we should. Uh, it, we'll, we'll invent a, a new strain. Of a f- strain? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Whatever you say. Whatever I say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say we must we must actually go to a break here, which uh, does leave a, a line open, too. So I'd uh, like you to call, if you're in the Toronto area, 416-360-0740. And then anywhere else in the province, toll-free, 1-866-744-740. You'll be speaking to Dennis Flanagan, our special host today, and for Charlie Dobbin. Uh, Dennis is with Landscape Ontario. I'm Frank Proctor, and we'll be back to our calls in just moments. The wait is over. Fresh, locally grown Ontario greenhouse tomatoes, cucumbers, and peppers are in stores now. Nutritious news from the Ontario greenhouse vegetable growers and Foodland Ontario. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, flocks, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You pick the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And good morning from uh, both James Patrick Dooley and myself, Frank Proctor, along with uh, Dennis Flanagan. Now, Dennis, we've got a caller uh, coming in this time around from Etobicoke. First time caller, so better get the wind chimes in action. Oh, they're very faint. Oh, there they go. Uh, there you are. Maureen, welcome to the show. 
Um, I had got a blue hydrangea at Easter time, and the blossoms are all dead now. So I want to put it in the garden. Is there something special I should do to this plant? Yeah, good question. There is something special. Um, so, so what you bought was actually what's known as a florist hydrangea, or, yes. or given a florist hydrangea, which is yes. a green greenhouse hydrangea, which isn't as hardy as oh. you know normal garden hydrangeas like mm. PG hydrangeas. So, um, yeah, you know, you can get it to work for you. Uh, so, a couple of things. Now the blooms have finished. Uh, you know, cut that way back. Cut it by back by about two thirds because you want to replenish it. Mm-hmm. Um, it needs to go in semi-shade in, in your garden. Semi-shade, okay. Yeah, so find a, find a sheltered semi-shade spot. Uh, okay. You are going to fertilize it. You are going to see some new growth come on it as the spring advances. Um, prune it back a couple of times and then sometime in hmm, September. What I'm suggesting is you keep it in the pot, plant it in the pot in the, in the garden. Okay. It won't. Very unlikely it would survive the winter in in uh, Etobicoke. So uh, the likelihood is is you're um, going to lift it up and uh, bring it in in the house again and see if you can uh, get it back into bloom uh, again for the oh. into the fall. Well, that's interesting. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can. Some people have luck with it. Um, you know, you're not. You know, you're not a commercial greenhouse. You don't have all the wonderful mm-hmm. mechanisms that they have to make things bloom. But ah, it's always worth a try, isn't it? I, th- oh, it I, I sure think, is. Uh, I will give it a try. Yeah, I think it's fun. And, and uh, first-time caller, Frank, huh? Yeah. You bet. Well, wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right. Have a great day, Maureen, in case you're a mom. Happy Mother's Day Yeah. in advance. You know, the best best part about this show, Frank, is the off-air chat with you, you know? <laughs> yes. Because the commercial comes on, so Frank and I is telling a story. And he, the, the commercial <laughs> isn't long enough for him to finish the story. So he was telling me something about... Stealing his his wife's stockings just no, now. No, wait a minute now. And, and <laughs> <laughs> he, never, he never finished the story. <laughs> After the next call, I will finish that story because it has to do with what Rick wants to talk to us about, and that is raccoons. Good oh. morning, Rick. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Morning, Rick. Hi. What should we do about the vicious, filthy raccoons oh. that are prowling around our backyard? Yeah. Are they just in the backyard, or they haven't started trying to get into your house, have they, Rick? They did before, and we had to pay $6,000 to fix the roof. <laughs> yes, uh, I know. And should we use <clears throat> arsenic or cyanide or what other poison would get rid of them? You know, it's really a, just a, a repellent thing. So the the best tip I, I got last year, actually, and there's lots of, lots of advice out there, um, you can get... Go to a garden center and buy a, a product called Critter Ritter. Yeah, we tried that and it lasts for a week. And as soon as it rains, yeah, we have to use some more. That's the and problem. It's expensive stuff. It is, and that's the problem with any repellent, uh, Rick. Uh, so a, a, a slightly cheaper version of that is just to cut up some uh, some rags, some cloth, and soak them in ammonia. And, and hang those rags around where the raccoons are either bothering you or trying to get into the house. Amazing yeah. effect, actually. A, a friend of mine gave me this tip. We've had raccoon problems. And have, like you, have used the Ritter Critter. And, yes, it, it, it disappears. The ammonia-soaked um, rags really seems to – they just don't like that smell. Yeah. Um, and they keep away. So try that one. And um, I, I bet Frank and Charlie would love you to, to, to phone in uh, next week and let us know if it was effective. Okay. Absolutely. How about the mothballs? 
Mothballs are, uh, yeah, they're okay, but the ammonia, I mean, mothballs are ammonia-based anyway, so by, by soaking your own um, ammonia rags, I think it's just as good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, and let us know next week, would you? Thank you. Okay, thanks so much. You're welcome. All righty. Now, <laughs> i got to tell you the story. Why uh, Dennis Flanagan has brought up me stealing my wife's pantyhose, <laughs> and, which I did. Now, this was this was when we lived back in St. Catharines. We, we owned a very old home. It was built sometime between 1804 and 1809. So it was exceedingly old. Wood uh, on the uh, pine... Uh, um, Roof covered with shingles, of course, but it yeah. was about damn near two inches thick. The raccoons, those little rascals, they got through that big hole, and, and, and then we got rid of them out of the attic. But oh. then they started, we had two chimneys, uh, one on either side of the, the uh, house, and one was blocked off at the second floor. And uh, we could hear rustling in the, in the, mm. you know, in mm-hmm. the living room. What the heck is that sound? Sure enough, Mama and about six little babies were down there. I, wow. I got up on the roof and I looked down, flashlight, wow. and there, there's Mama down there, and, and she's mad as you can all get yeah. out at me, you know, shining the light down into yeah. her home. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I went down, I got my fishing pole, <laughs> and I stole a pair of pantyhose from Di, and then put a whole bunch of golf balls uh, there, ah. and then I lowered it gently down so it was just above her head. Wow. And boy, was she mad. But I thought, ha, ah, I'll tie this off around the chimney. We'll go up for a couple of hours, and sure enough, you know, we'll come back and they'll be gone. Hmm. Well, we came back, I got, and the whole house smelled camphor. Oh, my God, it was awful. <laughs> but but I went up on the roof, and here what she did, she'd thrown the bag right out, out of the <laughs> chimney, and uh, it's lying there on the roof. You know, oh like, my don't God. be so stupid, you human being! You <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. So, huh? so for Frank Proctor Wild, Wildlife Control Services, please, <laughs> please phone. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dave. Good morning and welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Hi, hey, uh, Dave. Good. I'm, I'm, can you hear me? Okay. I'm yeah. calling about a uh, a rhododendron. Yep. It. Uh, it's, it, it died halfway down over the winter. I guess it was. It seems to be okay where the snow was. Yes. But but above where the snow was, it's all gone brown. And I'm just wondering, should I cut all that back? That's uh, uh, it, it's, really it's a good. Yeah, really good question, Dave. Uh, so, how old would you say the plant is? Oh, it's got to be seven, eight. Maybe nine years old. Perfect. Good. It's out, outside in the back garden. Yeah. So it's established. It's nice and hardy. Yeah. Um, and you're absolutely right. That snow cover um, protected it from what happened to those leaves above the snow, Dave, was what we call desiccation to winter winds and sun. Okay. Yeah. And so likelihood is this, those leaves aren't going to come back, but fresh leaves are going to come out from underneath those brown ones. So, okay. Um, has any buds started to swell yet? Any flower? Yeah, I've, I've got buds on the bottom where, where, it's, where the green is. Oh, so you lost the flower buds, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah so uh, let's give it a couple of weeks. Um, if there's no green um, new buds appearing on, on that old wood, you're going to have to cut it back to where it, it, it is green, unfortunately. Um, okay, that's, that's too bad because I'll lose about two feet. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's why I'm not rushing into cutting it now. Uh, let's, okay. see, let's see what happens. Uh, enjoy the, uh, the flowers that were protected and obviously that's a 
that that's a lesson for us. Uh, right. You know, the advice uh, that we often give is protecting rhododendrons with burlap in the winter right. time. Yeah, I, sh- I should have done that. Yeah. And that's the reason why. Uh, okay. That's uh, that's all it's doing is protecting it from the uh, desiccating winds and and, cold. Yeah, yeah, sun yeah. To sun, and winter sun. So uh, right. let's hope, Dave. But uh, don't uh, rush in uh, this weekend. Uh, okay, go, go out. Give it a bit, eh? Yeah, okay. go out and buy a, a Mother's Day gift. Don't all be right. pruning your rhododendrons. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you, my friend. Okay. Thank you. And that brings us to a point where we have to take a little bit of a break here on uh, The Garden Show here at AM740 in attendance behind the mic normally uh, owned, well, rented, by Charlie Dobbin is our good friend Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. And we'll both return in just a couple of moments here on AM740 Zoomer Radio. Don't change the radio station. Just because the weather changes, garden tips and advice all year round. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. And with us this morning on the show, Dennis Flanagan from Landscape Ontario. You can reach them just on the web by going to landscapeontario.com. Now, the story behind the wind chimes. Yes. uh, Dennis, I used to have a little bell. Actually, it was a little bell that said Salvation Army on it. Yeah. A little red bell, as cute as all get out. And I'd ring it every time we were going to have a first-time caller. Right. Well, in the past uh, month or so, someone swiped it. Oh. I can't believe it. God. So, you know, be- between myself and uh, James Patrick Duty come up with a wonderful idea of the wind chimes, you mm. know. But when I'm going to welcome a, a first-time caller, and it's a gentleman, yeah. that was, you know, just a little weak there. It's lovely for the ladies. Yeah. But, so I-, I think we're going to go with a different sound effect for first-time callers who are men, which is the case coming up now, so let's get those bagpipes going. <laughs> well, Mike in Collingwood, welcome along. I appreciate the bagpipes, even though I'm not Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> good man. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Mike. What I'm inquiring about is that uh, I used to purchase Chinese elm years ago when I lived in Toronto. Yeah. And it's the fastest growing bush ever. It is. But but now, why can't I get Chinese elm? I mean, go to the nurseries, they try to peddle me something that won't grow two feet in two years. Yeah. What Chinese a... elm will grow six <laughs> feet in one year, maybe even higher when I lived in Toronto. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It, right. You... So how, where do I get Chinese elm? Yeah, you can still, you can still get them. Um, I'm trying to think up in Collingwood where I'd no, but where could I order it through a nursery? Oh, that, yeah, uh, through a mail order you probably could. Uh, well, I, I think, did out of Rockwood at one time. Yeah. But, but now some of these nurseries, the local nurseries want to peddle what they have, but they're yeah. missing the business. I, they order it, I'll pay for it. Yeah. Is Chinese alum still available? It, it, it is still available. The good and bad you know, story, Mike, is, as you know, it was like a tree on steroids, and it grew like heck. And, and then you know, people used to complain that it was getting well, too, to too, yeah, too big, and they had to, had to prune it back. So, um, I can't believe that. People are all into gardening and landscaping. I know. And then my neighbors in Toronto, uh, they went nuts because uh, yeah. it turned into a jungle in my backyard and grew into their backyard. But but how do I get Chinese elm? I want to get it. Okay, so what I'm going to do for you, Mike, is a as a personal Landscape Ontario uh, service here. If you can leave your number uh, or email uh, with uh, with our control office here, um, I will follow up next week and I will source out where you can buy it, and I'll I'll get back to you. Okay, well then, do I hold on till I talk to your people then? Yes, please. Just okay, just hang you. on the line, Mike. Okay. 
And thank you for being a first-time caller here. It was kind of fun to hear those bagpipes, too. Yeah, that was lovely. And so everybody, for the, for the moment, all the guys will be uh, Scottish for moments, <laughs> I guess. Oh, Irish. Well, yeah. And, and whether uh, they're marching traditional, as they say, yes. up to you. Okay. <laughs> yes. let's, get, let's say hi to Rose in Brighton. Good morning, Rose. Oh, good morning. Morning. Thank you for taking my call again. I always get a good answer here. I had something come up in my one garden last year, and it had little wee white flowers, and then it got large leaves, kind of, oh, kind of, I call them elephant leaves, and then it had another big white flower. Now, it's already had the little white flowers look like stars, maybe five or six, and now those green. I don't know what it is. That's interesting. Is it uh, uh, sort of in the shade? Is it a woodland plant? Well, I don't think so. I don't know where it ever came from. No. How big does it get? Well, it only gets about, say, 12 inches across at Mm -hmm. the most, and it doesn't grow very high, maybe 7 inches or so. Um, hmm. Okay. I just hope it's not something that. I well, have. describe the. Uh, I'm I'm getting a little scared here, Rose. Describe describe the leaf to me. Well, it's um. I went out and look, just looked at it. Um, it's say it's the size of the palm of my hand right now. Yeah. And then it goes in and out and in and oh, out, oh. indentations all the way around. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Um. Well, I hope it isn't this, but it's sounding to me as if it um, is um, garlic uh, mustard. Oh. <laughs> um, which you don't want to know. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, it spreads um, like anything once it once it gets into your garden. Uh, it does have a little white flower to it. It's I saw it in my garden yesterday. I will be going crazy this afternoon and weeding it out, taking it out, and you'll you'll know that it's. Uh, it, it, when you dig it up, smell the root, and it smells like garlic, um, okay. hence the name, um, and is a very invasive uh, weed. So the, uh, if, if that's what it is, you want to control it. If I'm wrong, and prove me wrong, please, by uh, taking that uh, plant into your local garden center and letting, letting them have a look at it, um, because I don't want you digging up something that, that might actually be a, a perennial that's drifted into your garden. But if it's garlic mustard, you really want to control it. So, yes. Well, it hasn't, didn't spread anywhere. Didn't it? Here, and it didn't, hasn't so, done so. But I think I'm going to take it out anyways. I don't want, and I'll do that. I'll take it to yeah. Wayne's, our garden center. Yeah, and, and sniff, sniff, the, uh, sniff, uh, sniff the roots. And if it yeah. smells like garlic, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. And thank you very much. Hey, Once thank again, you. I get a good answer. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Uh, a bright call from Brighton. Uh, and we thank Rose very much for joining us. And you know what? We're just approaching the end of the show oh, wow. here. Uh, just a couple of minutes once again uh, to thank uh, very much uh, you, Dennis uh, Flanagan, for coming in and sitting in for Charlie while she's away. Uh, she's coming back next week. Uh, and uh, what's up for you today Unless she's now? enjoying herself too y- much. Yeah. <laughs> you might get another phone call, you know. Uh, what's up for me? Um, I'm actually, uh, my daughter lives downtown Toronto, so we're going to have a lovely date at St. Lawrence Market. And then this afternoon, I'm going to go back home and build an entrance arbor to my back garden. An entrance arbor? Yes. Well, now. <laughs> hmm. Is it like arched? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. And you, you walk of... underneath it. Into, yeah, yeah. Uh, along and then... Would you use that as a trellis? Yes, with you got it. So yeah, on? yeah. Uh, um, I've got a wisteria and a clematis growing along that wall, and I'm going to encourage it to climb over that uh, that arbor. 
Yeah. Wow, that sounds great. Well, uh, just as uh, as we leave you here, and uh, coming up very shortly, of course, Dave's Corner Garage, uh, Dave Renniger and uh, Alan Gelman have special guests they'll introduce you to. All the very best to everyone out there, in particular the moms. Yes. Uh, happy Mother's Day in advance, my friends. Make sure, as Dennis indicated, it couldn't be a better thing to do than maybe get mom in the car Tep- tomorrow and take her to a garden center. Take her to a garden center. Yeah. Um, and just for fun, I, I gave you that list. I know we don't have time time for it, Frank, but uh, a list of suggested plants that you could buy a mother um, and it matches up with her personality and, and you can actually find it on our Landscape Ontario website or, or on Huffing- Huffington Post. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Flowers for Mom. Yeah, Flowers for Mom. It's a great little list and we, we just didn't have time for this morning. Yeah. Thank you once again. Hey, my friend. Thank you. All right. James Patrick Julie in the control room. Thanks, my friend, and we'll see you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.